0: that the Milwaukee Bucks is coming out the East. Will it be easy? It will not, because you gotta go through the Celtics, you gotta go through the Bulls, you gotta go through the Sixers, you gotta go through the Nets. It's gonna be tough, but I think they have the makeup to get it done. As far as team chemistry, as far as having a three-headed monster with Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, and Giannis, the experience, the confidence, the continuity, I think the Bucks is the most set up to come out the East. The Nets stop it. Uh, They still don't have Leslie, Leslie Frazier?
1: Yeah, you know, it's this. Leslie Fritz. Ooh. You know, cost him. You know, cost him. You know, but. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He the playoffs. He did. He did Ooh. big time. He did big time. Big time. But, you know, say so like now you can add a I tell you, I'll tell you who a loss he is. Cost I, him. I, I, he cost him. He cost him. He cost him. He cost him. Ooh. That
0: last drive.
1: Damn. But I tell you, I tell
0: Let's you. Let's throw you. Josh Allen. I, I, I tell Let's you. throw with Josh Allen if get the Super Bowl. <laughs> damn, Leslie Frazier, God damn, cost costing the people. <laughs> <laughs> he should not have a job. Off of what? You're a yeah. professional. <laughs> you get paid a lot of money. Oh, he costed them. Hey. <laughs> y- y- you ain't, you
1: ain't saying nothing about Jokashi Tart-, Tart. Well, how you pronounce that motherfucker that day? The motherfucker from, uh, from,
0: <laughs> <laughs> from San, from San Francisco who dropped the pick. Go. Cool. Oh, he-
2: Listen, <laughs> he called <him> the police. please. <laughs> There's a crazy guy, damn. Carolina, is he going to end up in the ATL, shorty? Where is the Sean Watson going? Because he got the whole internet hostage right now. He got everybody hitting the refresh button. Everybody hitting the refresh button. So me. Who kicking it off? G-Sports?
0: Ham, hey, where you at? Where you where at, at? I
2: man? I look. I told y'all where I going <laughs> to Hey, hey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My man, Deshaun Watson, got us like this. You hear me? He got us like, like. this. Hey, like. hey. And keep jiggling them, baby. Keep jiggling them. Hey, I, look, look, I know where you want to be at, baby. You won't be, be down here on Bourbon Street, baby. You know, look, look.
2: Welcome to Fanview Live, Real Fans Talk Sports. Damn, Leslie (laughs) Fraser. Real Fans Talk Sports, New Orleans Talk Network. Listen, thank y'all for subscribing and tuning in to Fanview Live. If you're on Facebook, subscribe to Fanview Live. If you're on YouTube, we're also on IG at Fanview Live. We're also on Twitter at Fanview Nola. And don't forget to subscribe to Fanview Live. If you're on podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We all over social platforms, baby. We all over the place, baby. This is episode 11. So much to get into. I'm that boy, Fred.
0: G Sports in the building. Coach Hurricane hen back again. You heard
2: me? I guess we got the we got the update on the Sean Watson. Man, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be mad. We'll get into that later in the show. We'll get into that later into the show. Listen, so much to get into, y'all. Listen, we be talking March Madness later in the show. We we're gonna talk some, you know, some college basketball. We're gonna be talking. You know, March Madness, LSU decided to finally hire a head coach. We'll be talking about a little snippet into that, into the show. Uh, Still some free agency talks, baby. A lot going on in free agency. A lot of money being spent in free agency. We've been talking about some of these new contracts. Uh, We're going to be talking some Saints talk on the show. Thank y'all, you know, for tuning in, getting locked in. But y'all know how we like to start this show off. We have a guest speaker, guest caller on Fan View Live. Uh, We're proud to have him. You know, we love to have him on the show. Um Terra Bones new head coach, um, Tyler Lewis uh, will be joining us, you know, talk to down talk with him. Um Coach Tyler, are you there? There he is. In the building. Welcome to FanView Live, Coach Tyler. How you doing?
1: Hey, got uh, Co- 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 un- un- coach. I you gotta baby. unmute yourself. Unmuted, you guys can hear me?
2: There you go. There
3: you go. There, there, go there
2: we go. <laughs> on our way All to man,
1: the
3: cornerstone. I appreciate you guys having me on.
1: Man, anytime, brother. Anytime, brother. Now, now, coach, we gonna jump right on into this, baby. You know, for those who don't know, this is this is my this is my gridiron coaching buddy right here, All Star Game. Uh, but, man, have you come from two championship programs? You know, you come from West St. John, you come from St. James recently, and now you're, heading, you're the man, lead man, heading your own shift, man. Tell us how that feels.
3: Oh, man, uh, it's an awesome feeling, man. It's it also real. Uh, I, so, let me tell you how crazy it is, Coach. Um, two weeks prior to me getting, uh, getting a tear job, uh, I was cleaning out my office. I got in the house, and uh, and I came across uh, uh, a garbage bag, and I opened it, and it was all my Terrebonne gear, all my homogene high gear from when I was back here as an assistant coach, bro. So man. I, I guess the, the spirit world was telling me that uh, I'll be back here, but I'm excited about it, man. The people are excited. The kids are excited, man. we were ready to get it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: T.Y., what did it, what it do, man?
3: G Sports. <laughs>
0: Man, you already knew. Uh, <laughs> man, what when was it, um, you know, throughout throughout your career thus far that made you feel like you was ready to be a head coach? Because a lot of coaches tell me sometimes they be, you know, they ponder about when they're ready and they're offered jobs here and there mm-hmm. and then some of them turn jobs down because they just mm-hmm. feel like they need to learn more and experience some more things. Uh, wow. When did you feel like, okay, it's time, I, I'm ready to have you know, my own team and, and lead this ship?
3: Well, honestly, man, I you know, I, I was testing the market a few years ago coming uh, coming out of West St. John just to get the experience with interviewing. Um, but uh, it was just mostly recently that, I you know, I found out and I thought I was ready, you know, getting validation from uh, actually Coach Valdez. Being underneath the St. James umbrella uh, made me realize that it, it was time, man. I, I learned so much underneath that umbrella of Coach Valdez and the program of St. James uh, – so, man, it, yeah, it, it was just recently, gee, that, that it was time, man. It was time to to see what, what we can do with it, man. And I think it's going to be a very successful train, bro, because I, I anticipate putting some solid guys around me. I anticipate having my guys, my kids exposed to as much as possible when it comes down to this football game, man. So, yeah, man, it just recently, bruh. It, it took some time to get here. I mean, I put my work in, I ain't gonna tell you no lie. I started in the middle school ranks. Yep. Uh West Tibetal. You know, I was at West West the Middle. West Title Middle middle. Uh when I started, Meek Robinson was in seventh grade playing for us. Yep. So man, so it has it, been a good journey, bruh. But I'm just getting started, as they say. I'm just getting started.
2: Listen, this is this is free. Listen, Coach Tyler. First of all, most congratulations Thank on the hi- congratulations you. on the hire. <laughs> uh, You know Terabone next head coach, but let's talk about Terabone. Um, obviously Terabone is coming off two. Um, I would call people people call disappointing seasons. Obviously, Mm -hmm. obviously COVID has been a big, you know, part of that. Obviously, they went three and three. Um, Mm -hmm. I think in 2000, I think they went one and six last year or something like that. Mm -hmm. Talk about you know what some of the plans that you have for Terabone High School. And what kind of vision you see with Terrebonne? Because obviously Terrebonne has some expectations. Obviously, you think about some of the athletes that came out of Terrebonne that went D1, Chakai Mm -hmm. Douglas, Mason Smith, Mm -hmm. obviously, before the transfer, Jalen Lucas. So talk about some of the things that you plan on trying to install at Terrebonne High School.
3: Well, honestly, Fred, we start from the foundation, man. We start from the flow up here, man. uh, what, what we're doing is we're, we're creating more of a structured program. We're creating a program, and and we're attacking our junior high right now. Um, my my junior high kids right now are in the spring season. They're playing their final game on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going. They're playing for all keeps here with the Paris Championship right now. They're three and zero in the in their league. Um, but starting on Tuesdays, those guys are in my weight room with me. You know what I'm saying? So we're attacking. We start from the foundation, which is our junior high. And then we're putting all our rules into play. Our kids are being uh, starting to hold each other accountable right now. So, you like I said, you start with the small stuff because the small stuff really matters when it's coming down to championship play, man. Mm-hmm. And and, that, and that's where we're at right now. We're implementing uh tight end scheme. Um, we finally find these big basketball bodies. These guys are coming join football for the first time you know it's just we we have a welcoming and, and opening atmosphere here we're making a lot of changes man here so the kids are excited about it and, and change is always good um when 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 you know how much talent is gonna come through this place man so we started at the foundation a lot of people will say hey well this that and the third it's all about starting at the bottom which is my feet of school so that's where i'm at with it
1: no not coach t no what has been the biggest like eye opening from going from position coach to coordinator to now head coach that that right. you that you learned got like granted it's, you know it's been it's been a short period of time and all this stuff but what's some of the things that that you've seen like is totally different in your new position
3: well uh everything is on me at this point man <laughs> uh, you know I, it, Everything is on me, you know, from my from my assistant coaches to my coordinators to my kids. Um, I, they are a reflection of of, of me, myself, and what and my vision for this program. Um, so, you know, being more, having more responsibility, I would say. Uh, like I said, my my grind gonna be the same as well as I was a position coach, uh, as a recruiting coordinator at St. James. Um, that's gonna remain the same. I love for the kids, the community that's gonna remain the same. It just, I have more response, I'm responsible for much more, um, than a checkbox. And i have the whole page that I'm responsible for. Um, but, uh, you know, like I said, I, I, am prepared for this moment, um, uh, like I said, uh, Coach Valdez, uh, head coach at St. James, did a great job of preparing not only myself but his staff for to become head coaches. When, when we first met my first time at St. James, he said, I'm in the business of creating head coaches. Um, so, you know, from there, from Coach Walters at the time at West St. John, you know, you learn so much from these guys you've been around. So it's just, you know, being more responsible for a lot more than just <laughs> my position group and, and my certain tasks. It's not the whole
0: Boom, you know what I'm saying, right?
3: T.Y., you know, yes, sir.
0: I'm I'm pretty sure you 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 know because you've been in the area for a while and you've seen all the talent that has came, that has come through the Tri Parish, preferably uh-huh. at Terrebonne High School. Uh-huh. Um, in your opinion, why why has it why has it been over the last you know since I've been in high school way back in 2004 when I graduated? Why do uh-huh. you think where our schools in the, in that area? and Terrebonne High School or whatever school it is in the parish are not competing, you know, to make D runs in the playoffs year in and year out?
3: Well, honestly, Coach, it, it, it comes from from the lack of resources, bro. Um, nothing against the school district, nothing against the community, man. Uh, coming from the river, I'm a, I'm born in the river. I was raised on the river. I played at 1A, 2A ball club. I've coached at St. James, I had a short stint at Hornville to see the resources they have that's in place for their kids, from their weight room to a strength and conditioning coach, to have way more position coaches uh, on their staff than the schools here, man. So it it, it all boils down to having the, the right resources around you to be successful, man. And and I've, I've seen it work. I've seen it work. So i uh, have definitely, and uh, I'm in a process of trying to get as much resources as I can, mm-hmm. uh, for for my school alone, but for this district. And, you know, a lot of folks ask me, "Man, you left St. James High School. <laughs> you left right. St. James High School." Uh, and 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 you're right. I did left St. James High School, uh, who pays wonderful. You know, and it's never about the money. And you know, they have a championship caliber team that's coming next year um but i came back because it's time to help this this district this parish elevate man it's time to oh. evolve you know i i think by me being able to see the different uh different programs i could bring ideas here i just mm-hmm. just need the support you know from from the, dish, the school district and, and the community and i, I think me being having the resource here gonna have everyone with the resources you know what i'm saying it's not just Terrebonne; it's Terrebonne parish
2: yep Listen, Coach, I got a question for you, man. Go ahead. Um, Let's talk about you being a young pioneer of this next level of coaches coming out of high school football in state of Louisiana. Let's just keep it a band. Louisiana football pioneers a lot lot of college football in terms of the talent that comes out of the state of Louisiana. But you're one of the youngest head coaches in the state at a school that it's a hotbed for recruits in terms of, you know, D1 talent. Talk about, you know, You and a lot of that we had a chance to talk to Clifford Harris, who got hired at Higgins, who's a young 30 year old coach. You know, talk Mm -hmm. about this opportunity that young head coaches are gonna have in the state of Louisiana to start pioneer what college football is gonna look like going forward.
3: Well, yeah, it's it's gonna open doors for a lot of guys that's under that's gonna really underneath me right now. Like I said. Um, it's about opportunity, and I'm in a game of, of blessing people with opportunity as well because I was given an opportunity, um, but that's just the wave of things where it's going. You know, a lot of us are getting more involved in this game. Uh, we're getting in this game of life and helping these kids out, man, and and nothing against guys that's older, you know, but it's, it's so much that you can do uh, or so much that you can pull or gravitate to. You know what I'm saying? You you need spark. You need a, a, a young face that's gonna run these programs, man. And 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 none to the older cap guys, but man, they should be in the game of grooming guys to move to because to, it's a part of their legacy, in my opinion. It's a part of their legacy. You know what I'm All saying? Right. For you to groom guys and they to come earlier and earlier, man, that's that's a plus to you. That, that that defines who you are as a as a veteran coach, you know what I'm saying? As a seasoned coach. So I, I think I think, you know, us, us younger guys moving up is going to happen quicker and sooner than a lot of people are anticipating, for sure. I'll tell you that now.
1: now Coach T, one That's of the things that, like, because I know I personally know you, G personally knows you, um, like, you've been blessed. And, like, it, it is, it's, a, it's a temperament, you know, it's a compliment to, like, the type of person that you are. You know, you've been blessed to have like great people around you, such <clears> as <throat> G, such as Coach Valdez, was one of the most un, you know, recognizable guys in the state. Um, mm-hmm. uh, for, you know, even to go on the other op- opposite of the scope in, you know, and Andy Bryson with Gridiron football. You right. know, you know, you know, connections that you made like just all, all around the state. And like, you know, getting back to the resources part, you know, for your school, like what's what's some things, you know, that you kinda like have in play or you know you're trying to accomplish Within, you know, your first year to trying to get the ball rolling, you know, because like you said, you came from St. James, who I don't know how Coach Valdez do it. in Yeah, out. He gets money, you know, you know, so, you know, how, you know, how some of the things, in your relationships, you know, that, you know, from Coach Valdez, from, you know, Andy Bryce, you know, that, you know, runs their own business G, you know, that runs his own business that you can use to help promote Terra
3: Right, so um, I'm glad you asked that, man. Like I said, we're we're a hundred percent self-funded program. Uh, we don't get no money from the school district. Um, um, they they support us, you know, in a, in a good way, but we don't get no funding from. So we have to raise everything from the ground up here. Um, we have we actually have a fundraiser we're rolling now of reaching out goals, um, and then basically I have my guys, you know, <clears throat> reaching out to family members, people they know in the community, and uh, asking to donate back to Bone right now. Um, you know, it's, it's basically a electronic donation. Um, my kids are not going door to door cause it's not safe to go door to doors these days. Um, so it's right. just electronic deal. We're going through that. Uh, we actually have a fundraiser set up with Andy pretty soon. We're going to, uh, roll that out and, um, and actually roll out selling subscriptions from his magazines and he's going to give back to the program. He's actually going to, is set up is we're going to get kids put in their magazine, in this recruiting magazine based on the amount of subscriptions they sell. If they, if they sell 10 or 15 subscriptions, they're going to get a half a page recognition in, in the recruiting book. Now, that recruiting book, the, the Great Iron Magazine, goes across the country. Uh, he even have it digitally with his app and everything else with his website. So it's going to actually get my kids more exposure while bringing money back into the program as well. Um, we do have a, 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 a athletic booster club that's very supportive as well. Uh, they just recently put $10,000 into the weight rooms, which is major for us. Um, we have a, uh, they have a, uh, golf tournament coming up in April, April the 18th at the L the golf club here in Homer. Um, so, you know, we're looking for teams to join that because, you know, they give back to our student athletes, you know what I mean? Um, so we, we have different stuff like that. I have a U camp coming in, in July. Gee, make sure you have your camera ready. Huh? You know,
2: it. <laughs> you know, it. July. on, on deck. <laughs> Yeah, we have a u
3: camp, man. I'm bringing out some. I'm bringing out some NFL guys, some former NFL guys, man. Uh, we're doing it for our kids, you know. We're gonna ask for a little small donation uh, from the kids, but uh, the u camp will be ran by my coaching staff, the NFL guys, and any other guys um, that's willing to volunteer their time to uh, to Terrebonne program in this community of Homer. Uh, so y'all gotta understand what we had in Homer, man. We took we took a big hit, and G contested contested Homer took a big hit with the storm, man. And a lot of people are still rebuilding right now. So uh, we have a we have a slogan right now: together. You know, together we're gonna rebuild. We're gonna rebuild Homer, but we're gonna rebuild this program as well. It's time to rebrand this program and take it where it should be. You know, there's no reason we shouldn't be competing with Ponchatoula, Zachary, and all the top five programs. You know what I mean? So, uh, and, and it comes from the lack of resources.
0: Last thing for I'll let you go, TY is
3: you know, a big thing. Coaches, but you when, know, it's all a, it's a market edition. this only existence is a business. Right.
0: Right. OG. Yeah, my last thing for I'll let you go, TY. Uh okay. A lot of coaches when they're taking over a program for the first time, you know, one of the first things parents and and, and kids want to know is how are you gonna get my child recruited, how are you gonna get him the exposure, how you what, what kind of relationships do you have? But the truth of the matter is, TY. Everybody on your if you have if you had a five year school, typically you probably want to have probably 70 to 80 kids on your roster for varsity. Right. And the truth of the matter is all 70, 80 kids are not going to be able to get a scholarship. All 70, 80 kids are not going to be able to play on that next level. Right. Um, what is your what is your thought process and, and and what is your plan as it pertains to when you're talking to parents, talking to kids to give them to buy in to the program and not always expecting, look, that I'm going to get your child a scholarship and, and being able to guarantee something that, that might not yeah. even happen?
3: Well, I, I'm honest with my parents. I'm honest with them. I met with a few parents. I met. I uh, have a mandatory meeting coming soon. Um, honestly, every kid is not going to get recruited to play football on the next level. We just need to be honest. We need to be real with that. Right. Um, but I'm going to prepare you to be prepared to get recruited. Yep. I'm going to put you in the right places to get recruited. That weight room going to be number one in the classroom. Well, the classroom will be number one. The weight room will be number two. I'm going to put your kids in a position to get them exposed at camps. They're going to have the list of camp. The camp's going to be in the locker room posted. Um, like I said, exposure is everything. So, But they have to follow a blueprint, man. That, that Success is not a secret, man. It's out there. They just got to buy in and see it. You know what I'm saying? Include my parents. It's not just my kids. It's the parents. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to need their help. I'm going to need their help to make this possible. But like I said, if they can't get it right in the classroom, we're not talking recruiting. We're not talking ball. You know what I'm saying? Gee, right now I'm in the classroom, man. I'm sitting in classrooms on planning periods, man. You're not getting it right. I'm going to help you get it right, man. It's bigger than football with me. It's life. Is about life, man, and football is the game that's gonna prepare you for life, in my opinion. So, being recruited is gonna be a plus if you can get it right here. If you can't get it right at Terrebonne, you can't get it right for Nick Seven, baby. I'm gonna tell you that
0: right now. <laughs> I, I, wholeheartedly agree, <laughs>
1: Coach. Wholeheartedly you, got,
2: agree. You, got, you got you got last question for Coach because. Man, like,
1: like, y'all, y'all, y'all know how real Coach T is, man. So I got to ask this real question, man. Is G really from the
3: Tri-Paris, man? Because he, he from <laughs> Gray. Is, is, is Gray part of the Tri-Paris, You know what I'm saying? Cause, 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 G out here, man. G out here. Hey, G doing what he do for these kids, bro. Hey, I respect G a lot, bruh. A lot of people don't know, man. G take his own money and his time and bring these kids to camps and get these kids exposed, man. Yep. And G been doing it. G met me at Homer Junior High. Yep. Well, I'll never forget when he first got his game off the ground. Met him at oh. Homer Junior High. Can't be say, coach. I want you to be real with me. Is he really like that? And, gee, I said, I don't cut coins, I ain't going to lie. Say, right. He like that, and I told you who not like that, and I was right on that one, right? Chavez
0: Brown. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's a dude, coach. He's a coach. Chavez Brown, he's at a Juco right now, coach. If he keep doing what he's supposed yep. to do, Nick said, you, if you hear
0: me, you better go find him. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He look good and too I, right and I now, think he coach. might have been in the seventh grade at the time.
3: Yep, in the seventh grade. Couldn't really. He had a struggle with the classroom, man. You know, but right now, I'm man, say, Coach, I'm on it, bro. I mean, yep. I'm on my grades. I'm on it, Coach. Yep. I'm on it. He came back not too long ago for spring break, man, trying to tell our kids, man, do the right thing. Get it done right now. You
0: be in the predicament. I mean, trying to get it out of Juco. Yep. Everybody know that grind and Juco, nasty. Yep. yep, yep. He, t- he told me how he came out there and worked out with y'all with the track team and stuff like that. Yep. Hey, you
3: can't work out with my track team. I put him through our track workouts. He said, Coach man. I said, Hey bro, it's real deal here, man. We ain't cutting no corners at Terrapone. We gotta get it, man. We in the toughest district in the state. We in the biggest class in the state. We gotta represent, man. We can't have step. That's not who coach TY is. They ain't gonna who this program gonna be.
2: No doubt. Mm-hmm. Trying to say you borderline, G. Trying to say borderline. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hey, G supposed to, that dude though, man. Give him his <laughs>
0: props, man. that dude though. T Y, you already know I got your back, man. Let me know what anything you need.
1: Hey, hey but, man, you already know one call away. I called G already.
3: Hey, G, I got this issue right here. Right, right. right. <laughs> hey, I don't hesitate to call nobody to fix problems. You, you already fix know. Problem, let's get it fixed right now.
2: Facts, no doubt. But
1: like, super proud of you, brother, man. You yeah, lucky, know, I I it. knew you was ready at at the this last Gridiron game. The way you handle every day it, being the coordinator, you know you got my full support, um, and you know the sky's the limit for you, bro. Just keep just keep grinding the way you're doing, in your program, your kids, the community, the parents. You know your school is gonna flourish from it because of the type of person you is, man.
3: I appreciate that, coach. I really appreciate that, man.
1: Anytime, brother.
0: See you in the spring, man. I can't wait to y'all start practicing.
3: Hey, man, come check us out, man. Terrible High School. Terrebonne High School sit in historic downtown Homer. <laughs> <laughs> get, downtown Homer. get the slogan popping. <laughs> get the slogan popping. I see you. Oh my God. Active high school in the state of Louisiana sits, man. Come out at us. Ain't school now he branded
1: Ooh. it. He branded hey, it. Hey, I got it. I love it. I got it. I got to add
0: Valdez at that. Ain't no more. Hey, hey, v- ain't that beautiful no more,
1: baby. TY <laughs> is all about Terrebonne. It's, just, all,
0: it's all about terrible and historic downtown Homer. Historic. <laughs> Di- historic downtown Homer. <laughs>
2: Try Paris <laughs> stand up, man. Listen. Google it. <laughs> man, listen, man. Listen, we deeply appreciate you, Coach, man. Thank you for coming and tuning in the Family Live, man. We love to have you, man. Anytime. We deeply support you. support Homer. Man, we just love to having you on, man. We deeply, deeply appreciate you for taking the time and, and, and oh, talking man, with us and I being on the show. Y'all.
3: I appreciate y'all, man. If y'all and if anybody out there want to donate to Terrebonne High School, check me out on Tyler Lewis. You can find me on Facebook, Coach underscore TY on Twitter, Instagram. The links in my bio, man. Give back to my kids, man, so I can give back to them and we can do it the right way, man. That no
2: is, doubt, man. There it is, there it is, y'all.
3: Appreciate y'all, man. Y'all have a
2: good one, man. Eh? Have a green too, one. bro. Try I'm Paris up. stand up. You already know. Listen. You already know. Coach Hill trying to take one in. I just, I, I just asked a question, man. I just ask a question, man. <laughs> he tried to say your borderline, G Sport.
1: No, I, I just ask a question. You I said you're borderline. You know what I'm saying? Because I say I'm from Morello. I don't say I'm from New York. I just wanted to make sure <laughs> Gray was in the Tri Paris. That's all I was
0: asking. I bleed that, baby. I Tri
2: Paris, baby. He tried to say your borderline, G Sport. You know, you're out there was, in Riesling. I was oh, asking. That.
1: That's, that's Tri Paris.
2: Yeah. That's you know,
1: trial Paris. Yeah. I, 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 look, I ain't from there. How, you know, I had to ask somebody that's from there. <laughs> they got booked
0: on the ground. Yeah. I, I heard right not really New Orleans. We don't claim, we New, don't Orleans. claim New Orleans. Oh. We claim Marrero. We got our own song. Oh, cruising down the street, real, real slow.
1: slow. <laughs> what the f- they be yelling?
0: And that was way in the late 80s. And they still yelling it. Everybody
1: knows. I ain't heard it in I don't know how long. I ain't heard nothing about Gray either. Outside the crayon box. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> Damn, Leslie Fridge. <Frisch. laughs> <laughs> Damn Leslie Fridge. Goddamn, Leslie
2: Fridge. <laughs> Listen, moving on. Listen, moving on. Listen, we got to talk. Before we get into, you know, NFL free agency, some of these new contracts, let's just talk James Winston in the Saints. Obviously, Saints re-signed James Winston. He gets the two-year extension, you know, $28 million. 21 of its guaranteed G Sports. I saw you tweet. You, 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 you like you, you know, but you, you were shaking your head. G Sports. I'll kick it off with you. The Saints re signing Jameis Winston. Was it a you know, good move, bad move? And do you think Jameis Winston gonna be the long-term quarterback for the Saints moving forward? Definitely was a good move because I mean, who else
0: was out there for us to go sign? Mm-hmm. So you, you had to bring it back. You know, him being familiar with the Saints locker room and that dynamic and. um Dennis Allen and, and Pete Carmichael And things of that nature So it made sense uh, I thought the $21 million guarantee Was a little bit of a head-scratcher But hey, you know, I think What Mickey Loomis wanted to do Is just kind of reward him And, and kind of give him an incentive to look That, you know, I know we look at we went after Deshaun Watson But we still believe in you And, and we think you can bring this franchise to higher heights Hopefully, that bows to be true And it remains to be seen My question is Was Sean Payton out of the fold? Can Jameis Winston still elevate into the quarterback that you know a lot of you Saints fans think he can be? Yeah. I, 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 I you know, I, I just I don't know. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm torn. I'm torn because before he got with Sean Payton, this guy had 58 interceptions combined in four seasons. 58 interceptions combined. I mean that is a lot. I mean he has a problem with throwing the ball to the other player on the <laughs> other team. So I mean, you know, with Sean Payton being out the mix. Can Pete Carmichael demand, you know, that, that that sense of ball security from Jameis Winston and get him to play how Sean Payton had hadn't planned before he got hurt with the 14 touchdowns and only three interceptions? Inceptions. If Pete Carmichael can get him to still play, you know, um, mistake-free football and, and make good decisions on a, on a consistent basis week in and week out, then, hey, we might have a quarterback for the next five to seven years in New Orleans. Um, but that just remains to be seen, and, and and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that he gets it right, Coach Han. Um, as
1: far as like the 21 million on guarantee, I don't know like what's like fair market no more in the NFL. I don't think nobody knows no more. Like I think <laughs> we, like, all, like, we, like, we all, we all out of the loop. You know, uh, uh, so I don't like far as numbers wise. You know, I'm not sure if that's good or great. Um, right. But it's it's security. I I, w- I will say that. Um. I gotta see really what type of play caller Pete Carmichael is, cause like y'all, you know, like G just alluded to, James had a high interception number, but Dirk Cutter offense um, when he was at Tampa Bay was strictly dropped straight back, and they had a horrible offensive line, um, and he was just like you could tell like he was just drawing it up, up, up there, you know, dissed, right. you know, and the defense wasn't that good too, so like you know, and he was always playing catch up. So like you know that that means you had to throw the ball more. So like, um, with one of the things that Sean Payton did with um, James Winston was change the launch point, and then also like you know eliminate like the clutter downfield. Pretty much like he like it wasn't going to be t- two people in the same area or something like that. He didn't he if he dropped back you know like out of a like four by you know four four wide receiver set or you know a five man route concept. It was, you know, it was nobody going deep, really. You know, everything that went deep, you know, was out of like a little play action, you know, a little semi-rollout type deal where it's like, it's either this guy or it's the sideline, you know, type Right. Deal. So depending, depending on what's how pre Carmichael kind of game plan stuff, I really um, think that that's going to determine the type of progress, I guess we would say, or the type of season that um, – James Winston will have, you know. So that that's the like we knew how Sean Payton was coming, right? You know he he was aggressive, um, and he was gonna throw a whole bunch of formations and he's gonna scheme different players, even like players that we wouldn't expect him to scheme. Like he's scheming them, and then he's always gonna come back to old oh, Mister Reliable. We don't see, we don't know what type of play caller, right? Um, Pete Carmichael is. So I think that's the biggest um, um head scratcher. But you know, like they say in business, you know, better to lie in the bed with the devil, you know. The you W know, don't know because outside of that I have a feeling like if Jameis would have went would have left we would
2: have Tried to get Jimmy Garoppolo And I just I just don't want that Contract I don't disagree with that I don't disagree with the fact that I, I don't want Jimmy Garoppolo's contract I've said it on this show Enough times I didn't want it uh, You ask yourself a 21 Million dollar guaranteed money for two year deal Think about the, the, some of the extensions That we've seen that we'll be talking about soon um, Some of these starting Quarterbacks have received there's been in the hundreds of millions of dollars. So when you get a starting quarterback, $21 million in guaranteed money, to me, you won. Because right now, that rate is much higher going on right now when you start looking at the terms of starting quarterbacks. It's an it's astronomical number. Um, I, I
0: just and, don't think he he did enough last year to, to get $21 million guaranteed. I understand the market and all that kind of stuff, but right. I just... Ah.
2: But yeah, look at G Sports. He had, what, 14 touchdowns? He had two interceptions. Three, three interceptions. Four, three interceptions. He had what, 1,100 yards in in the seven games that he played in. Um, It's
0: not a lot in seven games. It's
2: not a lot, but when you start looking at the fact that he didn't have a number one receiver, he really didn't have a number two receiver, and the tight end position was very limited with the amount of drops that it had. Great points. So when you start looking at it overall and what he was playing with and only really having Alvin Kamara as the most dominant threat in the offense, listen, I think we can win games with James Winston. The... It is a question mark at Pete Carmichael, but when you're looking at the market, when you got a starting quarterback for $21 million in guaranteed money for two years, I'm excited about that. Now, do I think James Winston is the long-term future answer at quarterback? That's a question mark. We don't know, but Jameis Winston has now been here two seasons. This is entering his third, goes back to what Coach said: at least you know what you got. You know what you don't have. So he still prepares you in two seasons. If he is not it, you can still test the free agency market or go back into the NFL draft and at that point in time to see what's available who's available. But in terms of right now, in terms of what the quarterbacks in the market has been paid, the Saints have won in terms of re-signing Jameis Winston and having a, a, a certified starting quarterback moving forward.
0: They, they was kind of forced into a corner. I mean, because yeah. if they did not sign Jameis Winston back, what, like what was going to do? What
1: was he going to do? Yeah, yeah, and I think that's the part, too. Right. I think also another thing about signing him back – If um, G said it like I want to say like two maybe three weeks ago, it's it's, it took the doubt like we don't have to reach for a quarterback because like we started naming we started naming I think Fred asked um, G um what about Matt Corral and G was like not in the first round you know like just you know you don't have to fall in the the trap because like I said like I really just don't believe that there's a first round. Can't miss quarterback now. There's like, like you see the uh, potential. Uh, yeah, like when Malik, you see Malik Willis um drawing the ball. You see Cody Pickett gameplay. You see um Derrida's um movement in you know and drawing the ball at all three levels. Like, like it's, it's 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 some dangling fruit there. Then you got the, who everybody's you know saying like Matt Corral, who's probably like maybe the most talented one out of the bunch, but got hurt in that bowl game. So You're now right. it, it puts you in a position to where you can honestly take the best player available in the first round and get him at a premium price so let's say it's chris oakley when you, you now you, you just sign a, a wide receiver for five years that can grow as a running mate you know with um um michael thomas and that you don't have to worry about pay paywise. wise and that allows you to go to chris who? round. chris i, I, I believe oh
0: like from ohio say. state yeah
1: uh, you know, say a one one of the wide, one, you know, one of the wide receivers. Um, and also like you, if you want to replace it with alignment, a if alignment tends to fall, you got that in place. You know, you you could go so many different ways to where you're not. If we didn't sign him coming up next month, we was gonna it was gonna be quarterback and nothing else. You had to get a quarterback.
0: The thing is. This is this has to be probably the weakest quarterback draft in the last decade. I
2: mean, uh, our would probably has say, to be the weakest. When one... the last
0: time they haven't had a quarterback going to top
2: twelve? Uh, EJ Manuel, and how he, long ago? Two thousand thirteen. He, he went in the top. So
1: 12. he was the only one. Yeah, what I'm saying, but like he went. You know, he so that like was no nine team. years ago. That was
2: nine years ago, right?
0: Yeah, to to the Bills. To the Bills. So my 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 point is, the Saints. You know, I saw Mel Kiper come out yesterday and say. He think the Saints are going pick pick it from Pittsburgh. He's hyping these quarterbacks up, and They're I to do their and, job, and, and I just think I hope first to round God, Mickey Loomis, does not <laughs> reach and pick a quarterback in the first round. Now, if you're the Patriots, if you're a team that that doesn't des- desperately needs a quarterback right now, and you want to take a chance on Malik Willis or Sam Howell or Matt Carroll or one of these guys, by by you know by any means, I think it'll be smart. But for a, a team like the Saints.
1: You think so? Like cause, cause it Matt, Mac Matt, Jones. Matt
0: Jones is off of a rookie. Like He's he, on a rookie you know, they contract. went to
1: the play. They went to the playoffs, and then you like, I, 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 he I, I sold I, on Matt Jones. I, 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 see, I see it from I see it from the GM point of view, but like, like for his locker room point, he was like, "Hey, you keep saying like, hey, this is our guy, but then you spend your first round pick."
0: But check this out: want another guy, <laughs> Matt, <laughs> Matt Jones, Mac Jones. The first half of the season looked great. Yeah. The last half of the season, he did not look so great. Of course. Yes. And so I know Bill Belichick in that front office has to be saying to himself, like, Is is this the guy for our future? I don't know. So if if Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett or one of these quarterbacks that you might fall in love with it, they pro day or interview him or whatever you might what might happen. Right. I think the Pages are a team that could possibly do something like that. We've seen Bill Belichick do some stuff like that before.
2: Yeah, he had but, Tom Brady, he had Tom Brady We the year. Yeah, but typically we talking about second round picks, but when they typically make those selections, but they, I'm saying second round, really, that's still a high value pick. But they don't that's make, still a
1: high value pick. That's just it's the a Patriots way. way. It's a it's, it's a high it, value it, pick, but it's like like where where, where they normally pick is not, it's not a premium. It's it's not a
0: pre- pre- yeah. If I'm listen, if I'm the Dolphins, I but might yeah. consider them picking one of these boys.
1: You got to in my in, well, no, but you can't because they ain't got no picks. Oh, you're right. Yeah, we'll talk about them in the few Right.
0: You know, you know, they ain't got no selection, so but they, so but they were I,
1: smart with
2: picks they gave up, though.
0: But at the end of the day, the Saints, we right now we have to go offensive tackle, or, tackle receiver or receive receiver in this first round. Period.
2: I, I would definitely go with offensive tackle because I got again when you don't have a guy like Teron Armstead again, injuries, it, it, though it may be, but he was your left tackle for the past five or six seasons. When you have that kind of void coming in here, you have to get addressed. It's top priority, especially if you don't sign a veteran left tackle. I think that's going to be top priority, especially in the fact that the Saints just re-signed Traquan Smith earlier today. Mm-hmm. So that, that kind of puts the receiver <clears throat> position. Unless you fell in love with somebody at this that selection that fell to you, I can definitely see offensive tackle, particularly left tackle, being the first selection of the Saints. But I do want to get into some of these NFL free agency. I definitely want to talk about some of these new contracts that we've seen. Uh, the Miami Dolphins trading their picks to get Tyreek Hill and the new extension that he received, the four-year deal, $120 million. Obviously, when the Packers traded uh, for this, uh, for Devontae Adams and his new extension, the five-year, $142 million deal, and obviously the Houston Texans making their trade to get, <laughs> to get rid of Deshaun Watson to Cleveland and giving up their picks, and you've seen Deshaun Watson's new historic contract deal. Um, what did y'all take on some of these new contracts with some of these players that that we've seen? Well,
1: um, I've always said this when it comes to free agency, like you don't want to be the first. You don't, cause you always you you always hear like this guy wants to be the highest. You just this guy wants to you know like all that yeah. stuff. But when you the first when you the first one to sign, you just you re, you pretty much you just reset the market. Yeah, you just reset the market and. And t- to me, like, Tyreek Hill was the ultimate winner out of this, because he was going to get less than, like, he was about to re-sign with the Chiefs, and then the trade happened for D- Devontae Adams, and then he seen the money, he's like, oh, I can could, I could now, I legit can ask for this money now, because you can't say, we never seen this money be paid to this person at, at, this, at this position. Now I can ask for that money, and because of Pat Mahomes' contract, you can't pay him. You can't right. pay him because of Pat Mahomes' contract, because of, um... His contract oh, is finally tra- kicking in. Uh, Travis Kelsey contract and Chris Jones c- contract. So like he did, you know, he ultimately did got what's best for him, right? Um, far as like Deshaun Watson, like, hey, I don't blame you. I don't think he wanted to go to Cleveland, but when they draw out a number like that and they say and they say the magic word fully guarantees, like, hey, you
3: gotta do what you gotta do. You
1: know, you know. So so I'm I'm not I'm not mad at at, at him on on that. Um yes, we would have loved the best Saints fans to come here but I'm also glad now that I see like what the what the conversation was like six draft picks you know and the salary cap number you about to take that you are going to have to take a hit for you know it, it, we be, we um we was we, we was better <laughs> no off what, what we was doing um so like for the contracts like is with what is starting to seem like it's like the nfl is starting to far as players wise they starting to really understand they work and starting to put pen to paper to the owners they starting to demand them to pay this amount oh look i'm i'm gone i'm gone because it's 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 been like a nba type free agency for the nfl all like you never see all these trades you know all these draft picks moving you know, prominent players like you see them just sign right like, like, like in the NFL, they just walk away and go to another team. But now you, you're getting, you know, constant conversation, they're just loading the AFC. So I think ultimately, like, like the, the <clears throat> right now, the Dolphins are doing like phenomenal what they're doing, and they and they giving themselves out, they giving themselves an out of now you can say, Hey, Tua is making a or break it. And if you don't like, yeah, we can't replace you this year. But we didn't get; we still got two first round draft picks in the, in the next year, in a better predicted quarterback um, um, draft that's coming up. So you kind of, you kind of like just, you know, save yourself. Right.
0: I think it's a head scratcher to give Tyree Hill seventy two M's and you give up five picks for a receiver that's not even considered the best receiver in the game. Don't misconstrue what I'm saying. Agree. Tyreek Hill is an impact player. He is a problem. He is a game changer. He's explosive. Five picks and 72 M's. Right. DeAndre Hopkins, when he got traded to the Cardinals, they gave up David Johnson, a second-round pick, and a fourth-round pick. That's it. Devontae Adams, who arguably is the best receiver in the game, got traded to the Raiders for a first- and a second-round pick. Mm-hmm. And he got less guaranteed money than uh, Tyreek Hill. But he also was the first. To, you know. Still, he only went for a first and a second round. Right. And he got less guaranteed money. Stephon Diggs only went for a first. Stephon Diggs only went for a first. So my point is, you think Tyreek Hill going to make that much of an impact to your team to give up five picks and 72 M's guaranteed? If I'm doing it, I got to know without a shadow of a doubt that my offense is going to be top three in the league. I got to know that my quarterback play is for sure and that he's going to have our our offense at an elite level. I'm not so sure about that with Tua. It's a question mark. So you give a five picks and you're going to pay somebody like Tyree Hill 72 M's. I just think that the Dolphins reaching with this. I think that it's going to come back to haunt them. Uh, If they don't get it right, that GM should get fired. This is a, a very, very questionable move. And this is why you see franchises get set back so many years. You don't see people like – like if the Saints would had done something like this, I would have been very disappointed. Yeah, people would have been excited. We got Tyree Hill. But how, we got to think about the long haul. You can't live in the now when you're running an uh, NFL franchise. And these picks are not like the NBA. Well, I, I, it's not like the NBA. These are value picks. When you're giving them a first, second, a first round and a second round and two fourth rounders, alone with giving somebody 72Ms guaranteed, that's a lot. If This this is not Megatron. This is not Randy Moss. This is not a a, a once-in-a-decade type of talent. Like I said in, earlier in this segment, I'm not saying Tyree Hill is not elite. I'm not saying you he's, not, saying he's not, not an impact player. player, but he's not worth five picks and 72Ms guaranteed. I, I like To, to rebuttal that, I, I think what
1: they're doing is right now – for for the past couple of years they they've had like if they wasn't number one they were like top they were top three with cap space going into the off season and never could sign nobody and not and they they always risk in overpaying now you brought in Toronto before before you made the trade you had Teron run you got um connor williams cedric wilson uh raheem Mostert um, it's another running back. Uh, that they Chase said, Edmonds. Chase Chase Edmonds. And so now, what they're doing, they're, they're saying they're stacking now. It's a you know it's a copycat league. They they watch the Rams trade picks to get to a Super
0: Bowl. The Rams but, picks made sense. The Rams had a bona fide starting quarterback and a bona fide head coach and play caller. You know, it was it, different.
1: It, it, you know they you know they hey they they he he comes from the the Shanahan tree they. That, like, that's the way the NFL is, is, is rolling right now. They're
0: not even the best team in their division after, this, I, after these moves. I, I, They're I, still that. not the best team in their division. Here's the problem. So if I'm going to make that kind of move, I got to be a bona fide team that is the number one team in the division. And the Bills are still ahead of them. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Here,
2: here's the thing. And it goes to what G is saying. I know people don't like to hear this, but to me, the NFL is a business. And to me, when you make a kind of deal to get Tyreek Hill in here, and you get certain players in here. These caliber players in here. The Miami Dolphins are trying to sell tickets. The Miami Dolphins are really out here trying to get primetime games.
1: No, the, I, I, I don't. I don't think. The I think you put all. <laughs>
2: you, you, you trade. You trade for Tyreek Hill. You tr- you get Teron Armstead. You put all these weapons in here for first for rookie head coach, for a rookie head coach in Mike McDaniel's, and you expect Mike McDaniel's to coach all these different personalities for a first time coming around. This is set up for disaster. The Miami Dolphins are not the best team in the AFC East. That is still at the Buffalo Bills with Thank all these acquisitions he's chased. Tua Tagovailoa is a question mark. You put all this pressure, first and foremost. You you got you got all these acquisition of players for a quarterback who's on a rookie deal who's still a question mark for the team and the organization. And you're asking yourself how this all gonna be successful with a rookie head coach. This is way too much going on. The Miami Dolphins they're reaching. They're reaching. The Miami Dolphins are trying to find a way to sell tickets they're trying to find a way to get box office games and that's how they're going to sell this organization they're not trying to win they're trying to find a way to get on prime time games Uh, because winning organizations don't make these kind of splashes well well, first first of all like they're not a winning organization that's the point that's why they're they're doing
1: it no they're trying first of all do we did, did we forget did we forget what started the off season with the dolphins franchise and look and, and we had not said one thing about it yet. Flores? Flores? No, the what was the accusations of, 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 of what the what the owner did. The- so with, what they're doing, they're changing the narrative. Because like we just talked Stephen ten, trying to sell we, tickets. We just talked 10 minutes about that organization and not one was talked about Brian Forrest letting being let go and um the the allegations that if they're changing the narrative to like hey talk about the roster, talk about what we doing cuz like if you if you can if you cannot talk about the real problem that's at hand i could kind of skate through and kind of and i could get fans back on my side cuz
0: you don't think there's high risk high reward
1: I mean, in business, every every move is high risk, high reward. Nah, nah. I mean every every move, every, every every move
2: because do so, do we, we see organizations nah, nah, nah. like it's, Pittsburgh. Do We see organizations that we take. winning organizations with the organization even what the like, Cleveland Browns did with Deshaun Watson that, that, is reaching. Just,
1: five like,
0: picks I, I get, and seventy two mil guaranteed.
1: I, I get it, but like you, for somebody that's not even the best receiver in the, the game. game? He's the, like for for some like I I I never thought he was the best receiver in the game. I don't even I don't, to me I don't even have him like top like he might be but like, that's, number ten. But that's but my like, point. But on the flip side, he's the top. He's the best playmaker in the game. I,
0: I would have to go with Lamar Jackson.
1: well, uh, only the sense of the ball is in his hand every yeah, single. Yeah, but yeah, but like but, for for nine quarterback nine quarterback, he's the best playmaker in the game because like contrary to Pop Relief. You take Tyreek Hill off of the Chiefs. Mahomes don't have a ring, cause the 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 fourth the the think about it, the catch to win the Super Bowl was drawn to who? You take you take you take him out the way he don't get that. Hey, you take Tyreek Hill off the off the Chiefs the bills are playing and it's not even an it's not it's not even a, a overtime game he the ability to 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 change the game in one
0: play is what he is and i it, and i can attest to it, it. it
1: and then you put him next to a uh, jalen wilder who was who was second in rookie receptions and all that stuff to only jamar chase and you know so it's, it's i i i see both sides of the coin and, and i guess by not being like a, a fan of them mm mm-hmm. mhm it doesn't I'm like
0: I'm, I'm like I'm if I'm, the Saints if the none Saints would have gave up five picks oh this different. that's and different and gave and gave Tyreek Hill seventy two M's, how would you feel
1: oh I'll be pissed I'll be pissed like exactly. for, like exactly. but, but, but but exactly, but, but for, the, exactly. But for the for the for the for, for the, a, basically a huge player yeah. for somebody the, who's
2: been in the league
0: for six the, years I, I would, I, the, I, the, I, I, would the, I would I would be excited if I'm about to play Madden No like I'll be pissed i for the for for the foreseeable yeah. future. It just don't make it's any but sense. See, but that's,
1: that, trying to sell that's why I would be pissed. Because, like, for right now, like, it's we have too many holes right now. But we are used to winning. We're used to being around the playoff. That team, that, that organization, think about it. Exactly. I, I was outside of Brian Flores beating, you know, having winning a series against Bill Belichick over the past couple of years since he's been there, before that, that team hasn't been to the playoffs since uh, Ricky Ricky Williams was there. That's what I'm saying. Lamar, the, Lamar Smith, the, the Lamar Smith, with Lamar Smith, like, Ronnie Brown, you know, damn near rushed for two thousand yards. This, you this, know?
0: this, what I'm saying, though, him and I, and I know that. Listen, it's, it's, majority of the owners in the NFL don't even really understand football. Correct. So this, this, is, this is this really goes down to the gym. And if you just go off the history, when players leave. Certain situations, we could talk about running back, receiver, whatever. Let's yeah. let's talk about Antonio Brown.
1: Yeah,
0: Antonio Brown when he left Ben Roethlisberger in that system. Yeah, he was still a good receiver. Still was a good, a really good talent. Right. Did not have the same production. Right. Right. Did not. We see. We see it time and time. Right. We see it time and time. When when the, the Marco Murray left the cow or left uh the Cowboys and, and when he the got Philly. that money from, from Philly. Yeah. Did not have the same production. He when had. When Clint Porter left. The Broncos and went to the Redskins nah, did not have the same production. Nah, he he had he just stayed hurt. No, his no, number his no. number was he, he, look he, it up. He was up he was Pro Bowl and everything. Look it up. He did not he did not produce. He was barely getting over a thousand yards with the Redskins, and he was getting he had to get a shitload of carries to get it. He also was was hurt. I, but when I, he was I, healthy, I, he still wasn't producing the same like I, he I, was in Denver. When Meacham put up all them numbers for us, and he left and went to the Chargers. The Chargers tried to make him the guy over there. He did Didn't not work. put up the same
2: production. These deals don't work.
0: Deion Branch left the, the uh, Patriots, was a Super Bowl went MVP, the, went to the, went to the, the, to the Seahawks. Seahawks and pissed down his leg. Tyree Hill, listen, I don't blame you on your agent for going get that money. Right, I'm not blaming y'all. Right. But the GM for the Dolphins, you should understand that this is not going to be the same like it was in Kansas City. Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback in the game. Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy is some damn good play callers. It's gonna be different in Miami, and when it doesn't work, I'm telling you, now, I bet he don't play out the rest of this contract with Miami. And to me,
2: when you make these, I can kinda, see, it. I can see it not make, happening. When you make these kind of deals, I always ask myself, listen, how are you gonna get this money back? Because the reality is that the, the way this player is gonna perform when you make <clears throat> teams who make these kind of deals are repetitive. This is this is a Washington raised Washington. Commanders now type deal, a Dallas Cowboys type deal. These teams are into marketing and promoting their teams and promoting their brand. They're into making money. And the Miami Dolphins would not going get get primetime games with the roster they had. So they put all these collective players together to do this. But I don't see how this
3: works let me Let me say
0: this to you before you make that point, right? You know, you know what i know about to let, <laughs> let me say this to you. Tua is a question mark. Yeah. A big question mark. Without a doubt. If it doesn't work this year with Tua, they're gonna have to go in free agency. Mm-hmm. So guess what? Are they gonna have to trade for an elite quarterback? Will they have the money to even lure a big time quarterback there? Because you're giving Teron Allstate all this money, you giving uh, Tyree Hill all mm-hmm. this money, you giving Gasecki this money on defense. They uh they paid uh what uh, uh, Xavier Howard,
2: Xavier Howard, Byron Jones,
0: Byron Jones. But, uh, so you're but, not even gonna but, have but, the cap space Gusecki, to be to the on on franchise you, that, know you know what
1: I'm saying? So like so he, they
0: got a hope. That this works out with two, because if they don't, they can't even get a big time quarterback. And it's gonna it's gonna be a sunk, a sinking ship
2: yeah. in Miami. I'm you telling you, this is not a good Because you deal. cannot afford a 20, 30 million dollar receiver with, trying to get a franchise quarterback. But at the market is 40 million dollars. That's he, the market. He's not
0: Megatron, he's not Randy Moss. I'm sorry.
1: It, I'm,
2: it, he's not even considered the best receiver in the
1: league. In, in the league. I But like I like I said earlier. The the, the 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 you saying the Dolphins won't prom, They don't want primetime games. Jeez. They they did. They, they, right, they want prime time. They games. did. Yes. They, but before don't these deals, before, before these deals, they didn't want it because when they comes up, you have to talk about the Brian Flores. You have to talk about the allegation. Now, if they if this is semi successful, they don't even talk about that. I get, think about it. I get prime, your point Prime is Jim Hazlitt with the Browns was in a was in a similar situation. Jim Hazlitt. D- Jim Haslett, D- the, the Haslem, the owner, the owner, the owner oh. for the for the Browns. It was in a similar situation. What wind up happening? First round picks back to back. You know the number one overall pick back to back. Changed the whole like, and they started they started creeping for it, and oh, now and, and, them, and you stop, and they stopped talking about it for years up until. This year after Odell Beckham happened. Now this this is an allegation that happened but think how long Miles Garrett been in the in the league. This is an allegation that happened. Before that they got the got, they got the sexy pick in, in, in Miles Garrett. Then they turned right around and got um um the same draft uh went um lake well. Um uh, with the Baker Mayfield, Ju- Baker Mayfield. The, the Baker Mayfield Julius Julius Ju- 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 um uh, and Joku? No, the um the the safety from um Jabril Preppers. Oh, Jabril, say, Jabril, Jabril, Jabril you know what i Like that's that They got a joke in the same draft. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like like the, it changed like it changed the narrative. And then, and then what they do, they went out and signed Kareem Hunt's and all this stuff. You know, like it and you stop talking about that. They that's what, like I say, it's a copycat league. They see that owner. Jim Haslam. You know what I'm saying? He, he sat there and, and, and watched them like like that's what happened. That's how they navigate out of that. we gonna do something similar. Like Steve we don't care. So, so trying to sell tickets, Jim Haslam trying to sell so, tickets. They, I'm gonna ask you a straight up question, man. Sorry, teams sell tickets. It ain't it, the, the, you gonna have diehard fans. They need show out to the, the market, the, you know. Me, <laughs> so,
0: straight up, <laughs> is the Dolphins a playoff team next year? No. In the AFC? No. Hell nah. no. No. I'm saying <laughs> like the
1: A. No. Okay, no. Saying, but but think of, let's 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 just honestly talk about this. Let's just, the AFC, you talk about in the same conference as Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Russell Wilson, now Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, uh, who else? Uh, uh, Matt Ryan now. Pat uh, Mahomes. I say Pat Mahomes. Oh. Um, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Justin Herbert. I said him. Okay.
0: Uh, and that's why you don't make that deal.
1: That's why you but, make that deal. That's exactly you, why you make that but, deal. But to, but to <laughs> me, I'm telling, like, like from the outside Thank looking you. in. Jimmy G is on his last, on the last year, year of his contract. Hey, Mike, Mike McDaniel, somebody he comfortable with. He's gonna, you know you're gonna run a similar system over there. It's, it's hey, we can. so, 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 Plan B is Jimmy G. That for them? Oh, my God. Hell, hell. They, <laughs> oh they try God. to make plan B. They try to make Jimmy G plan B for if everybody. If he couldn't, listen, if Jimmy he, G,
0: listen, that hey, we agree. Hey, about Jimmy,
1: Jimmy G is the nickname for this whole offseason was
0: the morning after pill because every, everybody plan B is Jimmy, Jimmy G. Garble. If you think Jimmy G should be the plan B when he couldn't get it right with Debo Samuel, George Kittle, that stable of running backs, oh, I, I, that, and 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 Kyle Shanahan, who's one of the better play callers in the league. Oh, that, 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 you I can was, you imagine?
1: You can't blame that. You can't blame the Rams game on Jimmy G.
0: If they had a, if they had a good quarterback, you can't blame. They hey, probably beat the Rams. Hey, hey, they had the lead. They had the lead. It wasn't because of Jimmy G. And
1: yeah, they had the lead. <laughs> It wasn't because of Jimmy G. And it wasn't. It was. Was not because of him. Somebody had to throw I mean, the ball they, they was handing the ball off They were the Almost ball. every down. Somebody had the And that ball. defense was making plays yeah, Outside of Jacar um, Tart Hey All hey, I'm man, saying man, is man. This. Hey he made the pick they, He made the pick Jimmy G is in his second Super Bowl All, all I I'm saying is this All I'm saying him. is this
0: <laughs> These GMs wrong the league <laughs> Get this shit together. Need to start understanding This that, don't work that, that
1: Man hold on before, before you finish that statement I need you to understand Your own sentiment Before you buy this head What is that? What do you say about your confidential um informant about owners in professional sports? There's only some. There's only yeah. a certain few that, and there's a certain few and that And Stephen Ross own. is one. All right. So so <laughs> don't. So if you're not one of the winning franchises, you know what side of the, what side of the of the, of the, of the, of the, of the seesaw that they're on the owner yeah. is. So why expect more?
0: But you agree with the deal.
1: Hey. It's not my
2: team. Listen, it ain't my listen, money. Listen. It ain't my capital. Listen, I'm, I'm all for guys getting their money. I'm happy for Tyreek Hill for getting 30 plus million dollars. I'm happy for, you know, let's just say uh Devontae Adams getting average of, you know, 28 million a year. I'm happy for Deshaun Watson getting a fully guaranteed deal. Um if Lamar Jackson, if you're paying attention, um, you need to hold out. Don't play a down this year for the for the Baltimore Ravens and get your bread. Um, it is what it is. Kyler Murray, if you're paying attention, um, Hold out, get your bread. Uh, she, he better not hold out. That boy, they,
1: they, they he, he need to change his narrative.
2: Who, Kyler Murray? Hell yeah! The, well,
1: they what they talking about? He, he a cry baby. He it. They, they, they can, can say what all they want. Hey, when when your own they can say what they when, want. When, when your own, you better write the check. When your <laughs> own front office is talking about they can say do, what they want. Hey, all right, you, you see, you see, he ain't hold out. Cause, cause uh, the only thing <laughs> Kyler Murray gonna say is, I'm gonna go play baseball. They were like, they'll do. All I got
2: to say is if you if you the Rams GM um cuz you see who did look you, and, you about to get a phone call and, and I'm gonna take about Cooper Cup. Hey, and I'm and I'm gonna tell you the reason why
1: Kyler Murray can't do that. You could look like that or wrong. The proof is Enlighten Enlighten me. Who did they extend? They let Chandler Jones go. No, who did they extend? Yeah, all right. They let Chandler Jones go. who did they extend in their organization? They better hook the, the GM thing. and the head coach they ain't even talk contracts with him. They that lets you know. That lets you know where they what they telling you who they standing with.
2: They, they better figure it out over there. Moving uh, on. Moving on. Um, want to talk college basketball? Um, March Madness is officially here. It's finally. Right. It's 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 own way, baby. My my bracket is shot. I'm I'm never putting my stakes in the SEC again. Um, we at the Sweet Sixteen. Um, what do y'all see? Y'all takes moving forward on the Swishy team. Big shout out to Loyola, winning for that. Winning, winning, um Yep. Big shout out to Loyola, thirty-seven
0: and one. Uh, Javon Felix, former St. Aug alum, went to the University of Texas, played overseas for a little while. He's one of the lead assistants on that on that staff. They did a great job this year, man. Um, I, you know, a lot of people wasn't talking about Loyola all throughout this season. But to go thirty-seven and one and win the national championships, first national championship since nineteen, I think, forty-nine or something like that. Right. Uh it's phenomenal. I'm hoping, you know, uh the head coach and Javon Felix, that they, they need to get some big time pay raises. I,
2: I don't disagree one bit. Now, on to the, the March Madness tournament, we're at this week sixteen. In the West, we got Gonzaga versus Arkansas. Also we have uh Texas Tech versus Duke. In the East you got North Carolina versus UCLA and also Purdue versus um St. Peters. South you got Arizona versus Houston, also Michigan versus Villanova in the Midwest you got Kansas versus Providence and you got Iowa State versus Miami. Who's getting to the final four? This is all going down this weekend. I mean, my final four
0: is is a little bit intact. I had Kentucky in it, um obviously they got upsetted. Yeah. But, you know, I got Gonzaga. <clears throat> I got Gonzaga uh, winning it all. Uh, I think, yeah, I got Gonzaga winning it all. I think Gonzaga, you know, all season long, just watching them, they have been the most balanced team of all the teams. And yeah. and I've been consistent with this throughout the season. Lost to Duke.
3: That's
0: fine. And – they showed me a lot in this last game against Memphis. Memphis gave them all that they can handle. Memphis has NBA talent on that team, and they were more athletic than Gonzaga. But with Drew Timmy displayed in that second half, looking like somebody's 50 year old uncle out there with the headband, with the mustache, he gave these people 25 points, 14 rebounds. <laughs> Chad Holmgren, uh, you know, being a, a great rim protector. Mark Few, one of the best. Coaches in the country that nobody talks about. I just think they're on a mission. And I thought that game against Memphis being down early and a lot of adversity they went through. I feel like that's gonna propel them going forward um the rest of this tournament. And I got them cutting down the nets, and I'm gonna stay by that.
2: Listen, they're not cutting down no nets. They they they're losing to Duke and in League Eight, and this season's <laughs> over. And it was nice knowing your mark. Duke better you. worry about Texas Tech tonight. Listen.
0: The best defensive team in the country. When it comes to the the uh, defensive deficiency reading, they are the number one team in the country. They guard the shit out of you. Duke better watch out tonight.
2: Listen. And, upset and, alert. Listen. And, and.
1: How is the upset alert? They, Texas Tech is favorite.
0: They three and Duke two. What are you talking about? And it's
1: they, Duke. They, they favorite. <laughs> oh, it's, it's who? It's who? Stop. We talking who? about Duke and Texas oh, Tech. Oh, okay. Stop. It's who? Stop. Let's, let's who?
0: be realistic about it's this. It's
2: who? It's who? It's the Blue Devils. Listen. Um, Duke is going to take care of Texas Tech, as usual. and going to handle business. We should sure. we, we sure see. And we'll be waiting on possibly, possibly Gonzaga because Arkansas is making some moves. But I ain't betting on the SEC again. Um, obviously, we keep going down. Arizona versus Houston. I think that's going to be a box office game. I got to actually have Houston be, beating Arizona in advancing to the Elite Eight. Michigan have surprised a lot of people. Yep. With all the distractions with Jawan Howard and the team and the recruits coming in, everyone would be expecting Michigan to have this Dominant college basketball season, and it's been a train wreck <clears> um, throughout the year. But for them to get to finding a way to getting past Tennessee, which was a remarkable game, I had Tennessee in my Final Four, and they didn't, and they beat Tennessee. I could see somehow some way that if Michigan can beat Villanova, I got Michigan in the Final Four. Iowa State in, in in Miami. Listen, it was nice dancing with y'all, but one of y'all got fortunately get to the lead eight, eight and one of y'all after that, the other one's gone. It is what it is. Kansas is going to make it to the Final Four. Um, North Carolina, out of nowhere. Kind of had a back and forth season overall, but, you know, really showing up big in this tournament. I got them beating UCLA, and I also have them beating Purdue, who I have getting to the lead And North Carolina makes the Final Four. The Final Four is going to be Duke, North Carolina. Believe it or not. Michigan and Kansas. Wait, hold huh? on. Are you changing your final
1: four as you? Oh, just just what you already had. My, look, I had can't. I had. All right, well, you can't, uh, you can't, uh, nah, nah, can't do it. that. Nah, no, Satan, I You can't, can't do You that. can't go. Hell no, nah, motherfucker. They're going to make the final four. No, no, no. You, nah, nah. you got to stick with your original final. My final original picks
0: are gone. Well, but that, well, that's it. You have no take. <laughs> my original picks are gone. My final four was Gonzaga, Purdue. Tennessee and Auburn. Obviously, Tennessee and Auburn has lost. So, Gonzaga and Purdue are the only two left. And I got right. Gonzaga winning it all. So, I'm, I, I got to stand by that.
2: No, I'm standing by Duke winning it all. I'm talking about what's remaining. Now, my three teams I had making the Final Four was Tennessee, Auburn, and Kentucky. They ain't in the tournament no more. They gone. That's why I ain't been in the SEC no more. Until Billy Diamond gets back to Florida, I, I'm not putting no more money on them. I'm done with them. I'm done with, I'm, I'm with Kyler Perry. I'm done with Bruce Pearl. I'm done with all of them. I'm not putting my stakes on them ever again to make the Final Four appearance. They can't do nothing right, especially especially Auburn. Water down their leg against Miami. Don't know what they're digging down there. Don't know what's going on. You got the number one possible recruiter overall, and you, and you go out here and you play flat. I'm done with Auburn. I'm done with Bruce Pearl. I'm done with Kyle Apara. I'm done with all of them now in the SEC. But still talking about the SEC while we're still talking about basketball.
1: Can I tell my stuff? Go ahead. Because my Final Four's still in Tech. Oh, okay. My Final folks still in Tech. Purdue's still there. Duke's still there. That's all that matter. But that's why <laughs> I, I got the championship. no nah, Kansas still there. No. Uh-huh. And
2: who the who, who oh, the gotcha, full Purdue Purdue. Purdue
1: Purdue? Yeah, I'm still good. If
2: yeah. I, I was, I was, Duke, Duke got loaded down for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I'm still good. Now, I will say this Duke um showed me another level um against Michigan State, against a very hard nose, you know, you, everybody knows what to expect Tom from Izzo. um Tom, Izzo teams. Um we were down by 5 uh going with the last minute 15 and for us to, to come away with that um showing these young guys grow, growing up. Um we have a we got a tall tall task against us this um this go around, cuz yeah. Texas Tech is is no slot. People forget, I, I guess cuz of covid and all that stuff. Um Texas Tech like a couple of years ago was in the national championship. Yeah. You know, so um yeah, you, call them. you know, they get, they got a lot of, and they got a lot of these the kids, some of the guys that seniors now were freshmen on their team. You know, so you, they they under, they been in that moment and this is this is part of the the one and done part um that's kind of been crippling some of the, some programs. Um, you don't get that tch- those super experienced players, you get talent. You got talented players on the right. roster, but when you talk about going depth, they have they, it. They, they have it. They they have have it. it. So like it, they can go anywhere. But we, I still got Duke cutting down the nets. Absolutely, all the nets. And Coach K take riding all with the two pay in, in, in the in the in the in the in the nets around him, baby.
2: And that'll be the sixth championship going down as the greatest ever college basketball coach to coach game.
0: Gonzaga cutting down them nets.
2: Marquise had, had his time. He, he, Mark he Few. came up short. Marquise never cut it down. <laughs> it's
0: the first time of everything.
2: LSU, right? He he had his opportunity. Uh, LSU, we can't make this up. Matt McMahon, baby, gets the job over at LSU. G spoke. Talk about you know some of the predictions that we talked last week. We talked about Marquise possibly you know being a person that LSU should hire. And sure enough, maybe they was listening to FanView Live and they decided to make the decision. Um, what do you think about, you know, Matt McMahon becoming the next head basketball coach for LSU?
0: I like the hire. That's who I, you know, that was it was either him or Gates from Cleveland State, and he ended up getting the job in Missouri. I thought this was a great hire for LSU. The only thing is Sanctions. it's going to be tough these next two years. Sanctions. Because once the NCAA comes down with the, the two-year postseason ban, <laughs> how are you going to get kids to want to come to LSU knowing they don't have an opportunity to play in the NCAA tournament? That's going to be tough. He's probably just going to have to get some kids that's, that, that, that's probably under the radar, some dominant roughs that just want to play in the SEC at a big school like LSU. But I I, I wouldn't imagine that Matt, that Matt McMahon is going to be able to get some high-level five-star, four-star kids to come to, for these two years. But I thought it was a great hire, man. Um, you know, I, I think once they get past these sanctions in the postseason ban, I think he can get this, this, this program to prominence and, and as one of the best teams, not only in the SEC, but in the country.
2: I think LSU may take the JUCO route for the next two years. It's gonna be very difficult for a lot of kids who are five-star, 4 Definitely gonna hit the transfer to, portal. Transfer portal and getting kids to come into the program, and probably not having any, you know, NCAA, you know, opportunities to pay in the tournament. He's gonna to have to get some kids who's willing to try to buy in transfer portal and, you know, getting to the JUCO level to get the kids to come in and play at LSU. It's a long-term. It's a long-term hire. So anybody who's looking at the decision, saying, "Listen, what's going on in these next two years?" You gotta understand. There's gonna be some sanctions coming. There's gonna be some allegations. There's gonna be some things that's gonna to happen to the program basketball wise. Probably
0: gonna be some scholarships taken.
2: Yes, and so you just gotta accept those things. This is a long term high, long term. This is not a decision you could judge in the first two years because of what's gonna to happen to the program. Maybe they so, get. Look- maybe they
0: get lucky and only get a one year postseason ban. Hopefully, they, I mean, cross your fingers. What I'm. I'm, I'm-
1: didn't don't think they, they, they won't be able to play in the big dance, but wouldn't they be able to play in the NIA 'Cause didn't have, NIT a, NIT yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think Ari, yeah. I, I wanna say Arizona was a, was able to play in I the NIT. I which was when, when Sean Miller did did I, um
0: that's a good question. I don't I don't know. Cause maybe so. Maybe maybe I i
1: but even even like you know, I you know, we've seen Arizona bounce back. Um, yeah. Really, like like they was in the same predicament. They got I don't think it. they got two
0: years though. They could they could I don't think it was two seasons.
1: Yeah, 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 because Sean like this is this is the third this is the third year since they got hit with it and they they back it. they they in the tournament now and Sean Miller just got another job. And um Xavier. Xavier we started off Xavier, at Xavier, Xavier Ohio. So mm.
2: Again, like I said, this is the long term answer. This is a long term high. This is not a high to, to me if you are fans of LSU, you're down at Baton Rouge, you're trying to judge. Um Matt McMahon on the program these first 2 years I, my guess is just I will not the words don't worry about it but you can't make any decisions about him as a coach these first 2 years he's not going to be able to get to some of the, the five star and four star recruits into this program that's just going to be some realities. so again I li- I love the hire I love what they you know brought in here I think you know in terms of the umbrella of LSU in the college program what they're doing in the college women's basketball what they done on the football field what they done in track and field LSU has one of these. Scott Woolward has put together of collective coaches in programs around the, around here. So you got to get Scott Woolward credit, and as of right now, you just have to trust in his decision because he's done a heck of a job in terms of some of the hires that he's made for LSU.
1: I will yeah. say this: the the one thing I would ask for, Coach McMahon, you better keep Tasman Mitchell on staff. You yeah. got it, because to me, like we, like if if, if if, and G, you might know better than me. Um, if there's like any like five star like kid coming out in far basketball ranks or uh, you know five star four star does, you know highly rated kids coming out of the state, every everybody in the state knows Tasman who, Mitchell. who Tasman Mitchell is. You know he walks in the bit like you you know like hell. Uh, I, I can't think of Chris Jones' um Muslim name. My Abdul um, Rayouf. Yeah, that dude. Um, <laughs> you know, he show you know he show up in the in the gym right now. Every every kid from Louisiana know, knows who that is. So like to kind of keep that intact because it won't be like two years. It sounds like a, a long time, but it's not. But in in, in essence, that gives you the time to 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 set your foundation, set set your relationships. You know, yeah. And boom, when because when that dope when that at the end of year two, like when you kick down that dough, you gotta have. Uh, you can't wait to now to make the shift. And you know what I'm saying? You're gonna be already out. You know, so you you make your shift now, and then when you and you get kids that that that's found um foundations piece for the type of new program direction that you're setting. You know, then when it's when it's when you can play for um for postseason play, then you'll be able to, to roll with it.
2: I agree with that. Now, moving on, um, our last subject: NBA talk. A lot of talk going on around the Lakers and what's going on with this season. Obviously, it's a big splash What you have with AD um, coming back, going to say he's going to be healthy. You're bringing Westbrook. You got LeBron. You're bringing Melo. You're bringing all these high-profile retiree plays. I like to call them. Um, but as of, as of lately, LeBron James has been looking like a super ninja again. going out here dropping 50 burgers on people. dunking on people. Posterizing players. But long term, after this season, should LeBron James consider getting out of LA? For
0: what? For what? I mean, you might will stay put. Hopefully um, they can move Westbrook in the offseason. They got a lot of one-year deals, so they'll be able to get over a lot of those contracts. And Anthony Davis can be healthy And you try to make another run at it next year Um, This year, you know, what LeBron has done in his 17th season Has just been like he's a damn superhuman person You know, that donkey did against the Cavs the other night I mean, it made me feel like he was 20 years, 27 years old And so LeBron still has a couple years left in him um, they got to get the most out of it. I just think if LeBron decides to to go to another team, another organization, and help them win a championship, it's going to taint his legacy. Because people are going to always say that he ran and, and went, tried to jump on a super team, stay in, in L.A., try to give it another year or two, and win another championship, and go out like that. Because if you leave, it's going to be a lot of these top, high-profile uh, Hall of Fame players like Shaq and you know, Dominique Wilkins and people like that. And Kim Olajuwon is going to come back and see. I mean, you know, LeBron, you, you went chase championships all over the place throughout your career, and it's going to hurt his legacy. I think he has to stay put and figure this out. And, you know, Mitch Cup checking them, they got to do a better job of, of putting some younger, you know, uh, talent around him, whether that's through the draft or whether that's through free agency. But the number one priority gotta be going into this offseason is getting where the Westbrook and getting young at the point guard position. Hopefully they can probably get Dame Lillard there. If they can do that, that changes things. Now you got Dame, Anthony Davis and LeBron, and you put some other pieces around that. And now you, you know, you you probably a top three, top four team in the West. And now you get LeBron into the postseason and who knows what can happen.
2: I, I just think it's gonna be tough. Um I do agree with your sentiment if he does leave L.A., especially if he does not decide to join the Cleveland Cavaliers, if that's a decision he does not make and he leaves and see he went to a completely different team that he never played for before, the legacy part will be uh um, We all going to recognize LeBron James as being one of the best basketball players. To me, he's top three all time regardless regards to what decision he decides to make. The evidence is there. I don't care. You're not blind. But the reality is that what's going on in LA and he's, he's part accountable when it comes to the offseason. some of these decisions um, DeMar DeRozan was going to sign with the Lakers until this Westbrook decision happened. I think getting buddy healed in there was going to be part of that decision before the the acquisition of Westbrook. LeBron James has also been part of this team's decision-making roster wise. He's been a great player on the court, but some of these roster decisions that he's been affiliated with in terms of the organization has also hurt, who he is. And I think at some point in time, again, I know he's become a highly valued player in the NBA. But at some point in time, you got you to gotta, you gotta allow a GM to do his job. You got to let a GM be a GM. You can't always have an input on what's going on. And I'm not saying that you don't want to have no decision maker, no no voice. You do want a voice. But at some point in time, I think you, you let a GM build a roster together that, that can be competitive enough to win. And right now, that hasn't happened. I think Rich Paul and LeBron have had a major impact on influencing some of the decisions in this organization. And so I, I, I haven't. I don't think that that's been an effective thing. But overall, him leaving that later, I think with some of the pieces they have, that some of these contracts, I know they got a lot of one-year deals, but that Westbrook contract is going to be a hard deal to move. Yeah,
0: it will. It will.
2: It will be hard it, to move.
0: It's necessary.
2: Or it's a requirement. Uh-huh. I I, w- I would say this. I don't think LeBron
1: is going nowhere. I don't think he wants to go nowhere. I Think he wants to end his career career in LA as far as his brand, his his um his his legacy and all that good stuff. But I think what LeBron is showing right now is he's not the problem. There's no way in the world that a 38 year old should be leading your team in everything. When you have young guys on the team that's you know that superstar caliber and not and not holding their weight um I would say you know this is where this is when you can like you can put facts to the you know to the face where you can sit down and be like hey so a d what's what's really going on why are you not taking care of your body? why are you always hurt why you know what I'm saying you know like it's no, it's no excuse. But at this point, you know, a I now freak accidents and all that stuff. Hey, I, I, I understand, but yeah, I watched Boogie cousin, cousin have ruptured Achilles and come back and hadn't missed a season since. You know, you know why is always something different with you? Um, like you gonna have to bite the bullet with with, with the Russell work Like you know, but before before as everything else, I think y'all spot on. Um, it's outside of the um. Hey, when you have a superstar on your team, he he is the assistant GM. Like re- regardless of what your they, they that the NBA uh, you know gives that powers to the, to their players. That's all. That's all it is. Now, if you not as, as the top dog, you have to have the nuts. Just be like, hey, I'm not making that. I'm not making that happen or whatnot. You know, you gotta have like a like a Dan, Danny Ainge type m- mindset. I understand you might want this player, but I'm not moving this and that. Clays close. He can, he can sign with us, but I'm not moving assets to get this get this player. Right. You know. Um. But you have to follow suit with the league is doing. If you're LA, you have to recognize young talent. Yeah. And get them in your organization, because right. every team that's every team that's that's in the playoffs right now has a young guy that's. That's a keep. If they're not D the guy, they're 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 a guy that they can't do without. You know, um, one of the reasons why the Warriors are, are struggling right right now is Wiseman's not available. A young guy, Phoenix Suns Booker, um, Geandre Aiton, um, Miles Bridges. You know, say young young guys. You flip it over to the others to the other side of, um, of the spectrum. You look at Philly, uh, Tyrese Maxey, young guy, you know, um, Batista, with young guy. You look at um, Boston, hell, they big three is all young. You know, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Rob Rob Williams, and they got young guys coming off the bench. So you have to, in order to be, you know, even the Bulls, you know, Lonzo Ball is still, with, with with, 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 with you NBA like age wise, he's young. NBA wise, you know, he's he's, he's up he, five you years. Know, but, he's but, even though
0: he hasn't been in the lineup in, I don't know how long.
1: Uh, what's, uh, J- you know, uh, uh, well, Zach, Zach Levine, Levine, Zach Levine, um, Alex. Believe it or not, even though Alex Caruso look old as hell, he's, he's young. young. <laughs> you know, but you well, know, I'm so like Caruso so, look like forty. You know, so <laughs> you you ha- you have to you have to recognize youth. You have and you have to get them going because even like you look at the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're young. Colin Saxton, um, uh, Evan Mobley, Jared Dar- Allen. There is. There is Garland. That's You know, so like, you know, you have to like, hey, maybe, you know, get a De'Aaron Fox. Get something, you know, get some get some uh, or some youth in to where look like, if you want to rest, you don't have to worry about minutes on this guy because they're young and hungry. You know, you got to – the veteran – it's cool to have one or two veterans in key spots. Right. But get – you know, because at one – and, and as an organization, you have to understand, it's going to be one day LeBron James is not going to walk through this door. I, I, to
2: agree you, with that, yeah. I, and we got a comment, Deshaun Camp says, uh, is AD reliable enough? Probably not, Probably. but I mean – <laughs> you know Everything you gave up To get him You
0: gotta kinda keep him On your roster And If LeBron decides To even entertain Going elsewhere He is gonna be crucified He cannot mm-hmm. even entertain Any other team Which what, I don't think he will What, what me you I one. don't think he will Would
1: you think he'd be For legacy wise If The If the Lakers say Like hey we don't, you know, say we got to move on. You know, think about the future and all that thing, which we, nobody sees is happening. But let's say they, they, they have that, and they are like, hey, you get to pick a team. We, you know, pick a team. We'll facilitate to trade for you. But what if it's, a, what if it's back to Cleveland? Like, what if it's not a? So remember how Shaq in his, in his, like once he was like, like. Like he went to Phoenix, he went to Boston. Boston Cavs. Uh, you know, say like you know, you're like what if it's like it's back to a team that he's that he played for already, <clears> that he <throat> already have roots. Because like everywhere, he, if the three cities, like the three cities that he that he went to, he's responsible for championships in each three cities. Let's be honest. If, so,
0: even if they said we, we want to move on and they wanted to trade him back to Cleveland, he's not going to be competing for a championship. No, and I know he's no. chasing to get the all-time leading points record. I know that's one of his main things that he's trying to yeah. get before he retires. But LeBron wants to go into the season knowing that he has a chance to compete for an NBA title. And if he can't do that, he's not going to want to move on. So it's not the end of the world. Yeah, this season is done. They might get into the play-in game. They might not. I don't know who cares because they're not going to do nothing anyway once they get into the playoffs. If right. they do, this about next season. You get AD healthy. You get rid of Russ Book's contract. You get younger. I like the De'Aaron Fox move. They can make that happen. I'll go get damn Lillian. And now the Lakers are a top three, top four team in the West. You put some little complimentary pieces around him. Keep Malik Monk for sure. For sure. Because he's the young. Keep Dwight Howard. Um, and, And I think the Lakers are right there in the mix in the West to be a top three, top four team. And now, you know, LeBron has a chance to compete for an NBA title. And I think that is better going forward for next season for LeBron, he better not ever, ever, ever try to go chase to go get on another team going forward because he will be crucified. I'm telling y'all, it's going to hurt his legacy. No, but I'm saying, I'm going to hurt him bad. Well,
1: well uh, my question was, who, like, and I, like, I want
0: to say he probably got a no trade clause. You know what
1: I'm okay, okay. Well, he's that. Yeah, he probably. I, if he, I'm not mistaken.
2: You know, but the thing is this. When you're looking at the situation, I just think that, one, the rest book contract is going to be so hard to move you gotta think about it. Somebody has to receive that. I get it. You want the Aaron Fox. I get it. You want a Damian Lillard. But somebody got to receive this contract, and we know for a fact that he is no longer a forty-plus million-dollar player.
0: But what have I always said about Westbrook? He needs to go to a team where they ain't got no real aspirations, where they can sell Oklahoma tickets.
2: Oklahoma City.
0: Nah, because they they up. Sacramento home. would enjoy having <laughs> Russell Westbrook because they gonna sell some tickets. They gonna sell some tickets with him being on that roster. I promise you, and he can go play. All out of control, <laughs> average a triple double, and 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 in his career on a, in an organization like that, that's where he needs to go. The Magic, somebody like that.
2: Yeah, who, who, oh, I, I would love to the Magic.
0: For the Magic, who 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 would you who?
1: Terrence Ross
2: take? from who'd the Magic. Terrence Ross. I'll
0: take a, a young Jalen Suggs.
2: They ain't gonna, they ain't gonna give him nothing to the watch, bro. They are gonna keep that. I, I can see
0: even with Jalen Suggs, uh, they're not gonna be in the mix to uh, to make uh, a run Isaac, in the playoffs. Isaac. Isaac, I don't know. He's still, you know, he', he out for the season yeah, right now. Injured. So, I don't know about it. The him. only
2: thing I can see about them getting out but of Westbrook
0: going to have to go to a team with no real aspirations. I'm telling you. He's not. No contender is about to trade for Russell Westbrook. You'll be a fool to do it and take on that contract.
2: Right. That's that. To me, that's that's their problem. And I'm, I'm looking at LeBron and I'm asking myself, listen. Yeah, I get... That listen, you want to become an all-time leading scorer. You're doing things in terms of statistics that you want to achieve. That you know that, that that's what you played this game for. that You didn't get this far not to get to these numbers. You're there, mindful get to it. But man, in addition to all these things, bro look at the team, look at the roster. It looks like you're the only person who cares. Everybody out here, out here everybody else out here, is just trying to do their job and get their money. They're not really trying to win. And I, I just don't see how it all works out. And and again. I think you gotta let, you know, Rob Polinka do his job in terms of being a GM. Which I don't think Rob Polinka is really a GM. I think Rob Polinka represented Kobe Bryant for the most most part of his career, and he took on this job due to the fact of his relationship with Kobe and Genie Buss and having an affiliation with the organization mm-hmm. through all this time. But I mean, like, you, I don't think he's a real general manager.
1: You, you made a good you made a good point right there because outside okay because he inherited. Just think about it. He inherited the Kyle Kuzma, uh, KCP, you know, all you know, that that roster. LeBron comes over. Uh, he didn't facilitate the A D trade. It was A D saying, Hey, I want I want out. I want to go Chris Paul facilitated. I wanna I wanna go play with LeBron over there. Like he didn't he didn't like it's not like he made moves happen to like out of nowhere, hey boom. We got A D. The Russell Westbrook trade, even like it was like hey AD and LeBron, like, hey, we won't play with Westbrook. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, what GM move like that did he make? make you know what I'm saying? So that's the, like, we don't, you don't know. We don't know I mean, if he's he made the Anna Davis, Anna Davis tree happen. Yeah, well, I'm saying, but it was it was more of AD saying, look, I'm going So, like, going now, ahead. like, because so now, like, nobody else wants to touch because he was going into the final year of his contract and, like, hey, if we not about to give up heaven and earth, if we ain't gonna, if we only gonna have them for one season, you know, so it's like he kind of, he kind of made that drill. Deal. He he made a he made a deal for him. It's, it it just it just turned into who you giving up to get me.
2: Right. It, I don't think Rob Palinka is really a general manager. I think that he took the job because he's familiar with. The I said Mitch Kupchick. Yeah. Mitch comes up to the GM for, for, for almost 20 years. You know what I'm saying. I made a right.
0: mistake and said that earlier in the second. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh. but but to me, Rob Palenka is just not a general manager, and I think that's part of the problem in L.A. He's, he's indirectly a puppet, and he's just basically doing what Rich Paul and LeBron James really want to do, but he's really not putting together a team. He's really not building a culture. He's not really putting together what the Lakers want to do. He's basically doing what the, the star players are basically asking him to do. And, again, his background is being an agent. That's what he was. That's what he did. He was Kobe Bryant's agent all those years. So again, I think that's why he got the job. I think if Rich I think if Rob Polinka got fired from this job, I don't think no one's out there saying, hey, listen, we want to bring Rob Polinka in as our general manager. They're not saying that. So I think he's also part of the problem why the Lakers are not moving in the right direction. He's not a real general manager. That, that's the problem I think Magic had with him. He's not a general manager. And well, so it's starting to all kind of unfold.
1: Magic about business, <laughs> and, <laughs> you know that was the magic. Magic about business, and but like you said, he's a, cause he's an agent. He's, he's an been agent. A, he's been an agent, like agent, like you have to be business oriented, but also you got to be a catering type person too. Like you have to cater to your client to the to because the, you're dealing with pe- with massive egos, regardless. So it's maybe a- maybe one of the moves that they need to make is. Let's get an experienced front office guy here, get younger, and make things happen. Because, yeah. does I mean, does he even know how to, like outside of the Lakers brass, to to know what to get, you know, how to get, does he know how to talk to another GM and say, hey, I, I need a, I, you know what I'm saying, we want to move yeah. A, B, C, but I need D, D and um, G back. You know, th- does he have that? I don't know, cause like like I said, all the moves that I named so far has kind of been facilitated through him, agent like it, it it was it wasn't yep. like it wasn't like what Daniel Griffin was doing, it wasn't like with you know, you know, or, 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 or what Danny Ainge would do. Yeah, or, you know, so what like stuff out,
2: you know, hell, even the, the um.
1: Oh, we'll try to think, goddamn! What's
2: the... The, the the GM that for the Toronto? Oh, I can't think of his name. The
1: yeah, you they you, you think it's the same guy. They can, but, but but that guy, the guy that got, got in trouble. Um, that they got arrested when they won the the, the championship. Yeah, it's, it's you it's, know, so it's,
2: it's, like it's, Toronto it's, GM. I can't think of his name. It's,
1: it's, it's not like moves like like those are moves like look creative like drew back off, Hey, I am mean, this this this. You the know, GMs. You give me you give me that this this. Um, you know how. You know what do you say about that how close are we you know, i don't know if he can if he can navigate those those waters right. Rob the only Laker. thing he might have as an advantage of as a gm is contracts
2: right he understands that and so to me i think that's part of the lakers problem so do i think lebron james move on huh? i will tell you this much here. i i don't see the lakers unless they make some sort of historic deal to get some younger talent at the at the guard position uh, maybe maybe you send Westbrook back over to, to Washington. You find a way to get Bradley Beal. If they don't make a decision at the guard position and get somebody youthful that can impact that team, the Lakers won't see another championship anytime soon. That's just the reality. That's up to how Rob Polinka want to do business. If not LeBron James, you continue to put your stats. When LeBron gets in the league, hey, do, do what you do. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, that's our show, guys. View Live, Real Fans Talk Sports, New Orleans Talk Network. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for subscribing to the Fanview Live page if you're on Facebook. Thank you for subscribing to the page if you're on YouTube. Don't forget to follow us if you're on, you know, Spotify and Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're also on Spotify. We're also on Twitter and Fanview NOLA, IG, Fanview Live. Don't forget to follow my man G Sports. If you're out there in the, you know, social media world and you're trying to get the 411 on a lot of the in-state, you know, football, basketball, Tribe Parish. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, Mr. Borderline. You know what I mean? So, you know, don't forget to follow G Sports if you're on any social media platform. Again, that's our show, Fan View Live, Real Fans Talk Sports. And give a big shout-out for Coach Tyler Lewis of Terrebonne High School for joining us today, having that interview. Love to see what's going on down in the tribe parish. Terrebonne, stand-up. He's is, a historic... Downtown, downtown, home.
1: And uh, and we'll have the the, uh, for those who want to give to uh, to the Terrible Program. We'll have that fundraiser um, information posted with the interview um, later on today.
2: There it is. That's FanView Live, y'all. You did. Damn, Leslie Frazier. Damn, (laughs) goddamn Leslie Frazier. I'm gonna start saying goddamn Rob Palinka. Goddamn. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. right back.